0: A group of terrorists board President Harrison Ford's airplane to free a Kazakhstanian folk hero.
1: Very nice.
0: On the plane, they take everyone hostage, including the president's daughter and wife. His
1: wife.
0: Seriously, it's not Borat. Oh. It's a 90s action movie where a renegade airplane is filled with criminals.
1: Oh, I love Con Air.
0: It's not that either. Let's It's just, guys, let's talk about Air Force
1: One. My sister's greatest prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> Look
2: what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy.
3: <laughs> she just killed a helicopter with a
2: car. How's that, bullets?
4: Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing.
4: If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing.
1: I could just glue it.
3: Sandbagging, son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust past? Lick a license. A lick her license.
1: We've got entirely too many troublemakers here.
3: Ooh-hoo! I am an FBI agent. You look like a
1: blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel Five news? I'm Moe Green.
5: What are you looking at, you butthead?
4: Let's go. Let's go. I'm bored. Let's go.
0: Welcome back to Five Guys flicking around. I'm having such a good time already.
1: We've Haven't got even our started. bowl of mixed gummies.
0: Today we're talking about Air Force One. <laughs> right on. 1997. <laughs> 1997. Not in our wheelhouse, but we thought we'd uh, dip our toes it's into the year. 90s. Yeah, it's a new yeah. year. You
5: told me we were doing Air Bud. <laughs> I did. I read that later. And then did tell that's you why Bud. I watched Air Bud. So I got. I say. am envious. <laughs> It was delightful. That
3: dog in <laughs> Sherball. You guys laugh, but I have a story related to Airbud that Ooh. coincides with this movie. It better not um, be funny. So they both came out in 97, and uh, I, uh, my parents' team, was not We're old, old enough. We're alive in 1997. I was not old enough to watch this movie. I was nine. Wait, wait, um, wait. Can we start off with
5: first impressions, Joel? Why don't you lead the way?
3: <laughs> well, my first impression for uh, Air Force One is... I vividly remember being nine years old and going to the movie theater with my family. And they all went to see Air Force One and I, uh, they wouldn't let me go. So I was nine, so this is a little weird. So they oh, let you sit in a the theater by me, yourself because right. <laughs> you were too young? <laughs> I sat in a theater by myself while they all watched Air Force One. And that is my first memory of like, dang, this movie must have been intense yeah. if they wouldn't let me watch it. It was right. the year of the air. <laughs> that was
5: the trip you got kidnapped, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, see, that was after the that movie was the theater, whole, though. Uh, so. They put out
5: the Amber Alert for you. <laughs> and Turns out you were just at an ice cream shop with an and old then gentleman. The first, the first time, because the movies out came the out at totally way. different times. Air Force One is much longer. You got let out, and <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like thirty minutes left of Air Force yeah. One. So this well, this, this guy was... took you to the ice cream parlor. Yeah, we were at the right. arcade. You know, yeah, that's just... a euphemism. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Well, he went to the ice cream parlor. Yeah, <laughs> <First>, Hershey's chocolate. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's start with first impressions. We got sure Joel, impression. sort of, but Joel, do you want to uh,
3: further elaborate? Uh, elaborate on that? Um, I mean, um, I didn't see this movie until seriously a couple years ago. Because like, you had to in, watch Airbuds <laughs> in my twenties. You're
5: 19. You're not old
3: yeah. enough to see it. you were finally old enough. at 28. Stick to Airbud, kid. Um, no, I saw it a couple years ago for the first time. Um, Rewatching it for this pod it was probably the third time I've seen it. So I haven't seen it that many times. Um, I really liked it. I just love that. The idea of a president that is in control in the beginning of the movie, as we see, but then also is like a badass, but he's not doing that many crazy things. Like, he's not beating up 10 guys and like. Karate chopping people and stuff. Like, he's just like, oh, like, I know how to hotwire stuff. And, like, oh, I'm just kind of like he being smart. Automatic rifle. I'm flying it, yeah. a plane.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you would have preferred to see President Jackie
3: Chan. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Spin uh, But Origin, yeah, I, I really like this movie. And on another note, um, so they had an 85 million dollar budget, made 315 million dollars. It was the fifth highest grossing <laughs> <laughs> movie of '97. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like it made
5: uh, four million too many, in my opinion. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Amber is the color. <laughs> I think
6: everyone loves to see America kick ass. Yeah, Damn yeah. right, no, brother. That's yeah. And that's what this movie is. It yeah. plays
1: to the the American fans that are in America. The American fans, they're in Kazakhstan. The American um, fans, they're in Russia. Uh, it's just—it's a movie for American fans all over the world.
6: Um, I absolutely love this movie. I wanted to see how far we could get on this pod without saying Die Hard, and I already can't get there because <laughs> this movie is Die Hard on an airplane. Absolutely, just President Badass um, Harrison Ford. He plays the coolest, probably the most attractive, um, just the best version of an American president that's ever depicted. Bill Pullman in Independence Day. Yeah, you
3: have not seen Independence Day. Also, Michael Douglas was president Bill Pullman does a great job in Independence Day.
6: But Harrison Ford in this movie is like the best version of American president in any film. Morgan Freeman? Olympus
5: Has Fallen? Maybe. I haven't other seen one? it.
6: Jamie So Fox. maybe There's I can't speak one. to the matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
5: <laughs> White House Down.
6: There, there <laughs> we go. There's a lot of them. Um, It's very simple. It's just America versus communism. There's this uh, Soviet pressure that's have There's this General radic guy. Let's just call it Soviet pressure the whole well, time because yeah. we don't know what it is. <laughs> <It's just laughs> No, there's no, like no. Soviets <laughs> trying to take over Russia, but it was Kazakhstan, and there's democracy. Anyways, the president's a <laughs> badass, democracy. and it doesn't matter what is going on there in the communism, it's just about America beating communism and... Yeah,
0: that's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know. this was my first time watching this movie. I feel like I'd like it a lot more if I saw it when I was younger. It falls into the 90s action movies that are all so similar. Yeah. Uh, it's a who's <laughs> who of middle-aged white guys that are oh, no yeah. nonsense. William
1: H. Macy. <laughs> yeah, just middle-aged
0: white generic guys who play government officials, military personnel, police officers
5: all of those the whole
0: gamut of yeah it's all professional men it's all of their like
5: fifth roles playing a government official yeah yeah yeah, there's no one's first time doing
0: this (laughs) i like the 80s ridiculous action movies more i feel like a lot of the 90s ones are a little darker and maybe they're just not as funny
1: they're a little bit more self-serious
0: right and um so yeah i did i i enjoyed this not as much as i think i would have but uh Cool concept,
5: I will say that. It was a pretty interesting concept. I've seen this movie a bunch, uh, maybe five to ten times over the course of my lifetime, and it's always a movie I've really enjoyed, but never too much. To me, it's it's not on my list of favorite action movies, but if it's on TV, yeah, I'm watching it. It's enjoyable. It's a fun time. And watching it critically this time, what I realized is that the reason it's not an amazing action movie is because nothing amazing happens or is amazing about it. Like yep. the acting, the characters, whether it's the main players or the side players, like nothing is exceptional with maybe the exception being Gary Oldman and like having an oh, actually ter- terrifying villain. They do everything well enough. Like every single thing is just good enough yeah. to make the sum better than all of its parts. Yeah.
1: You get the feeling that it's like, it's approaching greatness in a lot and of different scenes where yeah. it's like, oh, well, if you just did this or like you just yeah. changed this part yeah, like, th- there's no been great.
5: humor. There's no really memorable quotes out of like the one we t- touched on. Yeah, like we'll touch there's on maybe
1: three. You yeah. know,
5: like it's just it's just a movie that you just you go through it and you're like, yeah, this is keeping my interest, but I don't love any part of it. A big part of it is
0: just the concept. Uh, I think we've seen a lot of airplane movies since uh, the CGI, the technology, the effects are a lot better. Totally. At the time, it's just such a cool concept that we're doing this all in the air. Totally. Yeah. And I think the novelty of it might have worn off, along with the effects, which there's some well, bad and, effects. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in the
3: implications. I mean, they're in the air. So, you know, they it's all true. get taken hostage. The they're on a plane. What are they going to do?
1: I, I'm pretty sure I saw this movie right when it came out. Um, my dad, we rented it from Blockbuster. We did the thing where you, like, use your video camera to make a copy of the movie. And so it Whoa. was just in our... Yeah, it was in our so folks, VHS. The folks are gonna be <laughs> man, living. Was, that a, was that a thing? That. Yeah, you... <laughs> You can hook up your camcorder with a blank tape, yep. and you use the um, video and audio cables
3: connected to the. No, VCR. No, no, I get it. Yeah. You're
5: pirating the movie. I was yeah, just exactly. like, I wasn't doing this. I didn't know
3: anyone was doing yeah. this. No, like no, you no, were no. ahead of the I've, game. I've never met someone that's done yeah. that. Before. No, we this had is so, wild.
1: <laughs> when I was growing up, we had so many bootleg VHSs. That's why your Blu-ray price
5: is always so low. Yeah, because
1: I just bootleg it. I have VHS of several federal. You know what's weird is that you're still doing that. on the screen.
6: Yeah, like they have. The internet now for stuff like that, and you're
1: still
0: like
6: looking at this old you know, camera. Digital
1: versus analog, it's, it's like. quite different. Moving along, I watched this movie when it came out. Watched it with my dad, and we loved it. And um I, you know, we wore we wore out the VHS tape on this thing. It just got Wait, it got fuzzy. The bootleg version, because uh, no, it was the poorly bootleg recorded on a VHS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just remember watching this as a kid and loving it, and.
5: uh now I imagine you guys only had one VHS, so you always had to decide whether this movie was good enough to replace the last one. <laughs> like I don't know, I really like Pretty Woman. Are we sure Air Force One's better? It was Air Force <laughs> One.
1: It was Air Force One, and then you had some of them where you could fit two movies on one VHS.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Don't record over Double Christmas Jesus. Vacation. I want to watch that. Movie.
1: <laughs> but I, I love this movie as a kid. I love the concept of it. It's it, you fall in love with the idea of like you said, Pollard president, badass. Yeah. where it's like, it not only is this guy like the leader of the free world, but he's also a hero. He and can he also, he football. steps up. Yeah. And he steps up when, you know, all the chips are down and you need someone to be in that position where you can take control, uh, rewatching it. I, I suggested this movie cause I was like, Oh, it's probably going to be one of those movies where it's like, you know, we can kind of look at it and see it for how silly it is. And rewatching it I honestly like really enjoyed it. I thought that like like you were saying a lot of the effects are not very good, especially towards the end there's a terrible CGI plane mm. shot. But other than that I mean man, Yeah, but other than easy. that there's a lot of stuff that like it does really well. There's a lot of areas that it could have gotten gone into cliché territory that I feel like it doesn't. But at the same time, we're so used to seeing movies like this where something's going on on a plane, like Kyle said, it never it never really gets to that point of like this is a great plane movie. It's a good kidnapping. hijacking, a good hijacking movie.
5: I could share this now. I was going to share it later, but in this movie, 35 people are murdered. 22 are shot to death and five are shot to death straight in the head. Dome shot execution Mm, murders. Like that's a heavy amount of violence. Like more than I remembered in this movie. Yeah. So I was going to talk about that later. But like 35 people being murdered, 22 by guns, that's an R. You got to think and a couple they...
1: people just fall out of the plane and die. Oh yeah, yeah, no,
5: they're part of the thirty-five.
1: Yeah, you oh, got to but... think if they toned
0: that down and got this to a PG-13 rating, it would have made way more money,
1: right? I then how much money I... did it make, Aaron? What I heard, I think
0: three hundred and fifteen million. If yeah. wow. I'm like what I heard three three was that they were on five. the
6: fringe. They were trying to make it PG-13, and they settled on not getting there. So, I mean, if they yeah. had known that it was going to be R from the beginning, yeah. there probably would have been more cursing. Also, or I'm, I
1: mean, I'm glad. I'm glad they show what they showed because I feel like the violence in it is fairly because you like violence I do like violence plus, well I like violence where it's like more realistic violence than against women especially against women <laughs> um, no but just like where you see somebody get shot rather yeah. than PG-13 violence where you hear a gunshot and then you just see somebody fall to the ground Right. Yeah. you don't actually see what's going plus, on there
5: plus Harrison Ford hangs dong like four times so I don't know what you guys are <laughs> uh, talking yeah, about oh like, yeah I forgot about that like, part. I thought it was There's really <laughs> tasty no, where no, no, he no, goes, no, yeah. goes do you know who I am I, do you I, know
1: yeah. who I am look at me I did not
6: was that an air bud because that was no. Not an airport one.
0: Yeah. Air Bud even... also hangs strong. <laughs> he does. There's a couple shots.
6: Wow, that,
1: that dog really likes basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we Point start with chart. the credits before we get into this? Because I realize this is back in the day. No, it's yeah. the, end of the 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 credits need, were great. You didn't need, yeah. like, a fancy, like, very uh, stylized kind of, like, Opening credits. This Correct. is literally just black screen, music, credits. Yeah. Games. On the yeah.
0: heels of D two, I kept thinking of like the Gordon Bombay yes. highlights. Right. Because it would cut to like, the credits,
1: cut to the shot, yes. cut to
0: the Gordon credits, Bombay. If he scores shot. here, he's a success. If he doesn't, he's a failure. Yeah. Like, but no, it's literally <laughs>
1: just black. It's the it's the ham and cheese of opening credits. It's just like it's plain, but you like it.
5: I thought it was too long. I actually noted like there was two and a half minutes of just names and music. They were it was yeah, like all I was, like, was, I was doing long, was thinking about the D two. Like, intro. Yeah, like I want <laughs> yeah. more. Like yeah. you're already losing me here. <laughs> I believe that the credits go
6: into the military team version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The so right. they kinda combine the intro scene okay. with it. I thought My that the movie got, got started in. really fast.
3: It did, and you kind of don't know there what's was, going on. Yeah, that was my only issue no. with it. Is I was like, who is this guy? Why do we care? It, it starts off with this. So I, I was very confused on how that was going to tie into the movie. Right, and
6: that's obviously the hook. Like That's the beauty of the film is that it'll draw you in and want you to look it, it for more. It makes you ask but,
1: those questions and then answers them. All right, get us going, Pollard.
6: Yeah, so the credits start, and we have the uh, military team that we see invade um, Radix palace, we find out later. Um, It's a different level in Mario. Yeah. It's a it's a combination of US and Russian military forces. So we're already kind of like trying to put this together. Um, yeah, back when back called, when they
1: worked together. They're yeah, the five years where they worked <laughs>
6: yeah. together. I loved
5: how they did the sniper red dot, and then they also did the night right. vision goggles, Classic. where it was like '90s. Yeah. The only thing that was missing was like thermal vision. And yeah. someone yeah. saying, "I'm gonna hack the mainframe." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like giving you all. Well,
6: hits. and they didn't have they didn't have the bad boys like freeze the lock thing either. That's so. what I was
5: gonna say. Is like on the bad boys one, we critiqued how unrealistic and how insane the opening heist is. Yeah. This one. is... Is so efficient and like believable yeah. and just like well executed and like that got well, me. Hyped. T- yeah, this is like no, the I I Seal Team Six of the nineties. I get right, it. Right? Yeah, just yeah it made like me think of after uh, Bad Boys. Seal I appreciated it a lot more.
6: The military team captures and imprisons think, oh, the Kazakhstan leader Radek. Yes, and it goes straight into the banquet um, <laughs> in Moscow celebrating the imprisonment. Um, you get introduced to the Russian president. They uh, bring up President badass Harrison Ford mm-hmm. to the microphone.
1: Speaks a little Russian.
6: He was going fast. He He was going fast. He should have slowed down. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so he goes off script and gets pretty emotional. It was kind of a... I thought it was a a captivating speech for me. I disagree.
3: No, I know. I I disagree as well. I just want to get past it and get to the good stuff. No, I didn't care about
5: that. I felt like he just gave, like, no gusto. There was no, like, actual, like, feeling behind it. It, Oh, I I thought that was all it was. No, I thought... Uh,
1: I I, I agree with you, Pollard, because it's... Again, it takes you back, because the main point of his speech is that... Um, putting America's interests first is not as important as doing what's right. Yes. On the global and stage, he, he you have explains, to do what's right. Rather he explains than what's we acted too
6: late. It wasn't only until America's interests were, um, you know, jeopardized or right. threatened or whatever right. that we got involved and in. we should have done it earlier. And for me, that's like what I want from politicians is like, oh, that's a real person up there.
5: I just felt like he delivered the speech like he had just taken like some Nyquil.
6: He says we acted too late. It's referred to later as the be afraid speech. It's kind of threatening to the world or terrorists of the world. Anyone out there doing what we might consider wrongdoing is now he's instilling basically this zero tolerance foreign policy. He's getting
3: getting good press as they're on their way to Air Force One. They're talking about this speech and... It feels like, okay, we're getting some politics in this. All yeah, right, his, let's, let's his, see where this is going.
1: His wife is like, oh, you're going to get yourself reelected with that speech.
6: Um, So we get, yeah, we're boarding Air Force One, and it's just massive presidential music. It's a massive looking plane the way mm-hmm. that they shoot it. The crew is massive with the amount of armed people surrounding the place. Yeah. Um, kind of a small little metal detector for them to walk through, but... The idea is that the security on this thing is massive. So um, the president is on his way to board the plane, and you have these Russian news press crew that Gary Oldman is in on, and you you're kind of getting the idea that this is the villain pretty early on, based just because it's, it's Gary Oldman. A Gary
0: been aged man in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is a different
6: <laughs> I see Gary. What Oldman. you did
1: there?
0: He's different than I've ever seen him
6: before. He looks, Great.
1: He's so good in this movie. Like, he looks like
0: they wanted Ed Norton and then got. <laughs> Gary
1: Oldman, <laughs> Ed Norton. Well, no, I was gonna say there's no way Ed Norton can do what Gary Oldman does in this movie, but Absolutely. I think he, could pull he can yeah, think he could pull it off. Yeah, I think he can pull it off. 100 can.
0: There's that other Russian guy that's always a Russian bad guy in yeah. every yeah, the, movie.
1: the, uh, I I the his, landlord from yeah. Spider-Man Two. I have his yeah. name. Yeah. Elia
0: Elia Baskin. That's sure. That
1: is the <laughs> guy. We that's the I believe you. name. I love you. me some
0: Elia. Yeah,
6: he's we all.
1: Always, do. He's yeah. always good. He has one of my my one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. bitches. Is when he takes (laughs) when he takes over the plane and he's like pulling the plane up. He's just like, I can't hold it. And like his face is just (laughs) like shrunken into his Yeah,
6: born in New Mexico. So Oldman and his crew get on there, Um, they're a little shady looking. The press secretary gives them like a grand tour of Air Force One, and it's just like, Hey audience, this is our chance to like look at everything that's on the plane. Here's the exposition that this is bulletproof. <laughs> um, Harrison Ford gets on. The president arrives. Everyone gets seated. And all this guy wants to do is have a beer, watch the Michigan game, um, and see his family. What a real American man. Absolutely. Yeah, totally.
3: I think they do a pretty good job of, in a short amount of time, showing us the plane, showing us a bunch of his staff and people we're going to you know, see throughout the movie. Right. Like Aaron
1: said, it's a who's who of middle-aged white men that play office like, workers yeah thinking or, about but, it right yeah. now
0: i want to say that the bald guy with the mustache that looks like dr phil from rush hour <laughs> is in dr. this phil but guy. he's not in this no, he's maybe, i know he's not in this no, but he might be so in this what you're
5: thinking of is uh his hostage
0: or terrorist uh like a like a military um, american military okay, got guy it, yeah yeah.
5: wait so, they're terrorists we haven't gotten there yet. oh yeah no sander berkeley Is Mm -hmm. the guy who plays the inside job guy? Yeah. Oh God. He's from Candyman. Yep. T2 and Shanghai Noon. Yeah. He's the bad guy with the mustache. Those are three of my favorite movies. But it's like maybe that's what you're thinking of—the Rush Hour guy—and it's like, ah, crossover Jackie Chan, Shanghai Noon. Like they're all just in the same universe. Yeah, but there's that group
0: of guys. You're like, they could have been in this movie, Mm -hmm. even if they weren't. They easily could have been in this, but Mm -hmm. they probably weren't. But they
1: might have been. You don't know. Yeah, the biggest no, yeah, totally. the
6: biggest name outside of Harrison Ford on the plane is
1: Willie H Macy, right? Who knows if he was well? No, because Fargo had come out before Nights, that Boogie Nights was yeah. that year. Your- Glenn Close.
6: Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, but she's Actress on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. She's on the plane. Oh, yeah. On the plane. Yeah, my qualifier was on the plane. Ooh. That's true. You got Alpha. You got Shame. Oh. You got body And he's slammed. the general. It's kind of a cool role for him. I feel like it's a role where he didn't try at all. Like William he showed H. Macy? up. Yeah, he, like he yeah. showed up a week before they oh, were filming. He's not even in the movie. And he was just reading the lines before he had to read <laughs> it's the cool lines. It's cool
0: now because of how good of an actor he is. And it's cool in that scene or in this movie because he's not like a gruff military guy. Yeah. He's a like a he's smart, a straight intelligent yep. guy. Pardon. There's a
6: quick fun scene with the daughter. And they're watching the Michigan game. Um, after it gets ruined yeah. by Harrison, for like somebody ruins the score because he's trying to watch it taped. And she says like, "Ah, oh, it's past interference. That's illegal." And he leans over and says like, "Only if they get caught." He's like, got a
0: dark side. Is he shady? He just knows how the world works.
1: But how? The and then pres- the president knowing how the world works. I don't think he's shady. Perfect. Come on. He's no. like the most stand up
6: guy. Well, it just seemed to me like he might be willing to get it, do something if he knew he get could get away with it. I think we're dirty. just getting
3: such a good vibe of like he's a guy that like knows how to like get shit done. Quick
6: thing from the daughter I don't want to skip over is that she demands to go with him to places like the refugee camp that he visited in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan.
5: Yeah. She's 12. Why? Because she's 12. Because she's
4: 12. In she's 12, the caveman
1: she- days, she would have had children. of her own she wants to go
3: to like i don't want to use the word fun but like places where she knows that it's going to be an experience like she doesn't want to go and sit through speeches somewhere you know
6: yeah but like if i'm 12 years old i'm not trying to go to refugee camps
3: i think she just feels as the president's daughter
1: she gets that feeling that she's sheltered that she can't experience the world in the same way that her parents are able to and she wants that responsibility she wants she wants to take on that burden as being like the first daughter
6: um while they're busy our our boy Xander Berkeley, who's yeah. a, who plays Agent Gibbs, is on the setup. He kills the security team yes. in a great silencer execution scene, uh, yeah. and I love a good silencer yes. execution. Yeah. And that's
1: that's one of the things I thought about this movie. That was like, uh, it w- again? It wasn't. It didn't make it a great movie. But if they made this movie now, the uh, reveal that there was somebody that was on the inside working with yeah. the the. Uh, Hijackers would have been saved for the very end of the movie, but I think it's nice that they put it in the beginning yeah. because there's I not agree. a lot of moments where you get that kind of like dramatic irony, you know, where like you know what's happening, you know who these people are, but the characters in the movie don't. Right. So I think that builds actually a little bit more tension mm-hmm. and that's more realistic tension than just having like a, a switcheroo or a reveal well, at the end of the movies. We
5: know that these are the bad guys, but no one on the plane knows he's a bad guy. Exactly. So it makes every scene a little bit more like, oh, is he going to do something 45 yep. minutes in right. an hour in and he does yeah. it but you don't know that you
1: just yeah. have you have the one moment of like later on when uh, president harrison ford gives him like a gun he's like hey you got you got my back <laughs> i'm gonna give you the gun mm-hmm. it's like the uh, as the audience we know like oh that is no, a fucking bad don't idea don't yeah. yeah. you're yeah. just
3: waiting for him to like turn around and shoot. exactly everyone. and he it, doesn't it's like that, ex, that extra tension we're not sure what's yeah. gonna happen and, it, and can we call him it,
5: President Harrison Ford the rest of the pod? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I
3: call him that outside of the
1: pod. Do you guys oh. not call him
5: that? <laughs> yeah.
6: But we don't know why this guy is
5: working with the terrorists.
1: No, and Kyle, I think you're saying that's one of your beefs.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it's everyone's beef. If you're watching it, you're waiting for that. Like, sure, unconventional that they never say it, but <laughs> come on. Like, he he sets up this I whole think coup. That they wrote and it. like, they never say why he did it or like you know, his brother was a Russian, whatever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, there was some, some kind of there exposition was something about about money. It. Don't they No, There
6: was a, a comment, backstory. Like, How much should
3: they give you or something. There
6: was something I read about the cold war, something that had happened. That left him in a place where he wasn't happy with how America... You got a deep what dive on this movie. What do you you read movie. it about the movie? <laughs> like, well, like it was fan, on Reddit you read about the movie. Fan
5: fiction. No, no, no. <laughs> uh,
6: if you watch on Amazon Prime on the app on your phone... Oh, the X-ray vision? It, yeah, the X-ray vision. If you like pause the movie, it will tell you who's in the scene, and it will give you like fun facts. And one of them was like there was a backstory at one point, but they were like, well, it would have been three hours
0: if we put that in. So. And the credits at the beginning are way too long, so we need to leave those in. We can't yeah, chop yeah, yeah, that. of course. No. <laughs> So he
6: kills some guys. He gets the armory open, which is a great reveal Mm -hmm. for the audience. Like, that's a lot of guns. Yeah. And sets off the smoke bomb, which signals our Russian terrorists. Are
1: there only two security guys that... There were three. The three security... Around the
6: armory that he silenced or killed? Yes. Yeah, he killed all three. three. Yeah,
1: that's insane. There's only three security guards on Air Force One.
5: Well, he's He's one of them. I mean, so four? In that scene, when Gary Oldman and his team of terrorists stand up to go get the guns like I was imagining if I'm on that plane at that point I'm like getting up also and I'm like where are we going? What's happening? Yeah. You know? Like I don't understand Then you get shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when they come out with guns I'm like oh this is really bad. Yeah. But just seeing six people get up on a plane and run. Yeah. That's terrifying by right. itself. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm
6: already like holy no, shit. <laughs> and and like, they're so good at when they get to the armory of like everyone grabs some grenades everyone yeah. gets the assault rifles everyone puts on the, the bullet bulletproof vests. vests. within 30 seconds there's people who are like still figuring out that maybe there's smoke on the plane and they're already like (laughs) killed five people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some people just like, oh, did
5: they burn
1: something? What's going on? And if there is one thing,
5: if there is one thing that is exceptional about this movie is that they aren't afraid to kill people. They kill a shit ton of people. Like those guys from the get go are just blasting the, you know, rifles and it's like, I love that. So they get him in the escape
6: pod, the escape pod leaves and, uh, Vice President Glenn Close mm-hmm. shows up. She's at the White House. They're calling her in. She is very—I don't know what the word is for it. She's very like tense. It's very tense. How the hell did they get Air Force One? Everything that she does is at a nine. Yeah. For me on intensity. Like, I think it's
5: warranted. This is I like agree. a ten. On yeah. Like the I'm the vice president. What but the like fuck's mm-hmm. happening? Air Force One Scale. with all,
3: like a <laughs> lot of their like you know like Secretary of Defense. Like a lot of their big time people are going to be captured a lot of the cabinet yeah 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 i don't know
6: if i notice that you're being intense then you didn't do a good job acting for me so
3: wow well she's an academy Award winner intense it sounds like probably camping sounds like you might have a problem with the female authority figure there
1: award winner
4: (laughs) hey all you home shopping network fans who stay up late at night watching infomercials boy are we excited about this one some of you may remember the Floby. A mid-90s product seen between the hours of 10pm and 6am on a channel you didn't even know you had. Well, again, this one is for you. For those of you who don't know what the Flowbee was, it was a vacuum that cut your hair while it sucked off your head to ensure none of the hair fell on the ground which was revolutionary because we can all agree it's better to have a bad haircut and no hair on the floor than a good haircut and have hair on the floor. That's why we've created Hair Floor None, the only Flowbee knockoff on the market, brought to you lovingly from the 5GFA family. Give yourself that perfect ombre you've always wanted before you walk down the aisle, or the business in the front party in the back look you've been too scared to ask a hairdresser for, and order Hair Floor None today. Hair Floor None, because no one wants hair on the floor after a haircut, especially if you're cutting your own hair in your house with a vacuum.
6: The landing attempt is uh, for me the most intense part That's of the That's a really movie. cool scene. Yeah. And I was watching it again, and I think I saw it when I was younger and like knew most of it, but I didn't remember the plot. When they're trying to land yeah. um, as a security measure, they get the uh, other fighter pilots to escort them right away. I was like thinking to myself, well, how is this happening? Like, I know this movie is supposed to be. Right, you thought it was going to end right away, and how are they landing? Like they can't land. Um, But of course, it doesn't stay landed. That whole plane swerving off of the runway. Yeah, like you said, they're quick to kill people. They kill the pilot. They give him basically five seconds. Like you better pick this plane up now, and they shoot him in the head, and then they ask the other guy to do it. They shoot him, and then they're forced to learn how to fly a plane. And
1: that's cool. Like you get to see the pilots that are just like no. Like we're not giving in. We're we're like we're willing to put our lives on the line to make sure that this hijacking doesn't happen. To be fair, they're so
5: close to landing.
1: Like in that position,
5: I'd be like, Yeah, 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 you're good. Like (laughs) we're pulling up, but like I'm hitting the brakes. Why is the plane going slower? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs)
6: And Elia Baskin.
5: Yes, becomes our pilot. Powers becomes our (laughs) pilot.
1: I love it. Again, he's got that great line where he's just like, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. Gary Oldman is
6: very angry. Mm -hmm. He gets all the hostages in a room. He is screaming at the top of his lungs because it's not sort of going the way that he planned. They haven't tracked down where the president is
1: yet. Or just to strike terror into them because he's he's a a terrorist. terrorist. That's what he
5: does best. I get the idea, though, that he never wanted Harrison Ford. His plan all along was, like, the hostages. He thought the president escaped in the pod because that's, like, how the plan goes.
6: No, I thought no. that he wanted the president because the president's going to be the one who can call the Russian yeah. president and get He Reddick. doesn't really right. care
3: about the cabinet. I think it's more about the president. He's mad when the terrorist guy comes and tells him that the president escaped.
6: And it's revealed to the audience before you were talking about something that the audience know. the dramatic mm-hmm. irony. Yes. We find out that the president has not been on the escape pod before. At the same time, you have, like, the qualifying attributes of the president being rambled off Mm -hmm. by the general at the White House. Like, this guy's decorated. He's been in this many wars. He's commanded this many people, like... They're just setting up the
1: character. Medal right, of right.
5: Honor winner, flew helicopters. Yeah. Right.
1: Like, like, yeah. Rescued more people than anybody
3: under my command. By the way,
5: he's a badass so we're cool. Yeah,
1: They're exactly. just
3: listing all these things that he make it Russian. plausible yeah. for yeah, no a Russian. president to somehow just you know work this thing out. You know? He wasn't
5: a do-nothing like John McCain who got captured. Well, it's just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking how weird it was, like a president who served in war.
3: Mm.
6: What a stupid... I like life. that, that tasteful. Yeah. tasteful. And there's a power struggle that's funny to me in the white house with the secretary of defense and the vice president
1: right it's it's kind of like it's kind of like downplayed at first like it's just a one-off line where it's like oh just relax glenn close i'm in charge here it's like oh no 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 like i'm in charge i'm the vice president and then eventually escalates to like Let's get a constitutional scholar in here to figure yeah. out who's in yeah, charge. Yeah, that guy of the is really
3: bent on being in charge well, in she, this she moment. She brings that up because he's just like, well, this is a military thing. I'm, you know, secretary of defense. I should be in charge. She's like, well, let's get someone in to take care of this. But time being, I'm the vice president. I'm in charge. Yeah. They oh, put man. her
6: down, though, when the uh, the military, what is it, advisor is on the plane. And it was like, you don't even want to negotiate with the vice president because at this point she's basically just the queen of England. Like, she can do nothing. You need to talk right, to her. Right, right. Narrows in on who the, the wife and the first lady and the daughter of the president are, and he has that creepy scene where he ends up kissing her on the forehead hmm like super, super creepy super it's a central case
5: he goes in for like what seems to be the lips and then he moves to the forehead and the mom's like oh and it's like that was terrifying and like that's why gary oldman's a good bad guy in this movie yeah. is for little things like that he probably like, improv that that's really fucked up but <laughs> yeah. you you nailed it <laughs> so, the, so the president is
6: sneaking around and he gets his first drop on a guy by doing the chair trick did you guys like that mm-hmm where you think he's in the one chair, but he's behind the other one. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was great, because I was totally looking at the other chair.
1: <laughs> that that was his helicopter pilot training. <laughs> was, yeah. Part of that was uh, setting up really good chair traps. Yeah. yeah.
6: So he gets a gun, he gets the vest, I think. He's set up on his uh, mission to sort of take over one versus all. He does all. the
1: ho, 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 now I've got a machine gun. He thing. goes
6: to the baggage claim. Yeah. He's pretty intelligent, I think, at which steps he takes moving forward. Yeah, also weird. Yeah.
1: Like An intelligent president?
6: And he he finds a sat phone um in the baggage yeah. but he's unable to remember the phone number to the white house which is really clever very funny. human
1: human moment
3: and they're realistic and be- before this is happening yeah it is i i love how the dynamic that all the uh, people off the plane the vice president and all the staff members they're talking about you know we can't release this guy it'll you know be crazy and Europe and stuff and we'll never find them. And other people are like, well, can't we just release him and then capture him afterwards? Like, I thought they did a good job of talking about their different options and what they could do, you know? Cause mm-hmm. I, I, at the same time, I remember the first time seeing this was thinking that like, I don't get what the problem is. Can't you just let this guy out, but like keep tabs on him. And then once we rescue the, all these people get him back. But I don't know. They did a good job of, oh, he'll get in the underworld and he'll get free and it'll all be a big issue. We can't do this. So it was, it's, a, it was a good back and forth. It's a
6: good reminder of like how powerful one person's image can be. Because yeah. if the idea is to bring the Soviet Union back and you have an entire group of people who are supporting that cause and there are rebels and there are whatever, releasing one man at the head of it, making the difference... Is like real life. That's like true stuff. Yeah. But it's it's weird to me that you can't overthrow a government if you already have every other piece in place.
0: Well, I don't think it's just the guy and his ideas. I think a lot of it is there's a vacancy in that position and that creates a lot of people trying to take that seat. Exactly. It was the and same thing. Like, you lose the singular vision. You I think. see
5: that right. like there's a dictatorship in Kazakhstan that he's fighting for and there's also Russia and there's this like divide and you realize like there really is no country for old man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, and the president
6: is uh, does something really clever because he finally gets um, into contact with the, everyone at the White House. Uh-huh. Calls it's, information. It's right as the gun gets pointed at him, though, and he slips the phone into his pocket and reveals covertly the idea that they can shoot missiles at this plane in order to sort of knock them off kilter for him to have a chance to get the drop on somebody. Mm-hmm. The president gets uh, sort of free for a moment again, and yeah. then the next
3: goal in mind is to dump the fuel.
1: Yes, Yes, because so, he's, his, he's. I think he's stuck down there, right? He's he, stuck in the baggage he, area because well, the door's locked.
3: Well, I think it's more. It seems like more. He's kind of choosing to be back there because he. They don't really know that he's back there at this time.
5: To dump fuel on Air Force One is the same as like hot wiring a car. It's like yeah, cut these two wires, cross a couple like wires, put them together, mm-hmm. and it's like fuel goes bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Cut the green one. Um,
6: <laughs> yeah. This also coincides with the fax machine lady. Love Uh, the fax machine lady. They're able to get a handwritten message faxed from the plane to the White House to basically bring about the idea that if they lower the plane to a certain altitude and slow enough speed, they can
0: start dropping people off with parachutes. Which I get the concept, but it felt like that altitude was a little higher than it probably (laughs) should have been. They're (laughs) above the clouds.
1: 15,000 feet?
0: (laughs) I swear when they start, we don't see the thing go down to the... Elevation, right? We see it start ticking down, right? And then they jump out. When it's ticking no, down, he, it's like, he, he says, like, 16, he says they that they it need needs to, to, to be 15,000 okay. feet. Right. Yeah, so I was gonna say they're at like 29. I'm like, that's Everest, like, they're
2: <laughs> so it's here,
5: freezing here, and it, there's are no oxygen. There's ever. a <laughs> Google article that says skydiving altitude, what you need to know to jump, and it says the difference between 14,000 and 18,000 feet. So, yes. There yeah. is like a big deal right. there, <laughs> like whether it's sixteen thousand or fifteen thousand, yes. yeah, it, it matters. <laughs> so the shoots are popping out of the
1: plane. People are getting saved, and go, it's like go, yeah, go. It's gonna be the end of the
6: movie, right? Right? Not quite. The
5: terrorists catch up. There's at least an hour left. Yeah, yeah. They, there's,
1: the, there's the great shot of he couldn't, he can't get through the door because it's locked when they yeah. when they're in the hangar. Doing the parachute, so he puts the um, fire extinguisher. Was it the fire extinguisher in it and shoots it for the explosion? I just thought oh, that was so cool. That's what Gary Clutch. Oldman
5: did to break into the cockpit. Right. It was exactly. like you just shove something in the door and shoot it, and bam! It's over. I like it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's cool to me. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but it's, well, it's a nice President, little problem solving moment.
1: Yeah.
6: President Harrison Ford does the same thing to originally get into the uh, the boardroom. Right. Yeah. Right. Just shoot it. just shoot
1: at it
5: why not it'll explode
1: so they probably get like 30 people
6: off (laughs) yeah and when the terrorists show up the air pressure gets all out of whack the president is hanging from the end of the plane it got me going i was worried
1: yeah yeah that was insane i mean it's
5: crazy right
1: (laughs) and again like just how do they film that practically like they're in a wind tunnel or something i was stressed
5: there's movies where like the door opens on the plane and people get sucked out. The chairs are going out mm-hmm. the window
1: and this one, it's just like, people yeah, are I'm stumbling on. a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
5: It's like, I'm standing on the edge of this hangar. It's William
1: H. Macy. <laughs> yeah. One arm hanging yeah. on to Harrison Ford's body weight. But
5: doesn't Harrison Ford like start getting sucked down? He grabs that yeah. rope. Yes.
1: Sir.
3: And it's yeah. like
5: at that speed, like your, your shoulder is gone. And Kyle, then you're do falling. You, do you need yeah. to
3: hear his qualifications again? Cause we can pull up the clip. He's certainly, in this war, it's, he has this medal. He still didn't the- take
5: me out of the movie.
3: No. <laughs> yeah,
6: and that is William H Macy's most clutch moment. Like that's mm-hmm. the best thing yeah. he does. Oh, also, let me save him. He's the yeah. president. Um, back uh, on land, the uh, schmuck Secretary of Defense is still trying to get these like cabinet signatures. Yeah, to determine that the president is incapacitated. And that um, he is the ruler of the land. Yeah, <laughs> like at this point, dude, just like fall in line and get a part of the solution and stop being a part of the problem. Yeah. Definitely. I have a big problem with that guy.
0: I expected a scene where he's calling the portrait guy to, like, yeah, I'm going to need a portrait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, uh, give it five minutes. Can I measure or, the By
6: the time you're here, I'm going to be in charge. <laughs> so we get the president pulled back in and we kind of culminate in this scene where you have the president reuniting with his family. Um, of I'll course find it's my family all That's under the, the
1: final confrontation between him or the first confrontation. I should say between him and Gary Oldman. Right. They're finally facing each other. Yeah. They
6: get a great dialogue back and forth yeah. um, and he sneaks the uh, little piece of glass. In order Classic. to
1: where'd he get that? I wasn't paying. It was I,
6: on the ground. I, it was on the ground. I was
5: watching Air Bud on my computer, looking up at Air Force One. And, yeah. Okay. Well, the dog. Notes on both. Yeah. The dog. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure
6: what we were doing. When the dog hit the basketball into the net, mm. the, the glass broke. Broke, yeah. and, then, and then he picked <laughs> that up. <laughs> yeah. But see, God.
3: my issue is uh, the dog can't take free throws on his own. There's Someone no has rule to that says a dog, dog can't play. No, I'm fine with that. But we went through the rule book. But There's he, nothing in here. You can't toss it to him cuz no one no one can stand in the lane for a free throw.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give the clutch award to the Golden Retriever on this one.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um the president what? is pretty unwavering. Uh, he's trying to get him to free Raddick, family, bro. and he's yeah. he's holding his own yeah. and he's standing can firm. can I do that? I can't do on, that. Yeah, he he's not willing. And there's guns pointed at him, at his wife. He's not. But when the gun finally gets pointed at his daughter's head, he gives breaks in. down
5: like a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. He didn't give it like gusto in the beginning or like for the emphatic speeches. And then in that scene, it's I'll count till five,
1: and it's like one. Two.
5: All right, I'll do what you say. It's like at least get to four. Like, yeah. come on, walk a little bit more. <laughs> and Again, it
1: approaches greatness at three, but then just stops there. Yeah, it doesn't go to four. Yeah, come on.
6: So Raddick is finally released. The president gives makes the call. The call yeah. And uh there's a great scene of him being let out of prison. Yeah, it's Loved it's, it. the, it's really the good. Inner
1: cutting of, of him getting his radic getting his uniform back on and Which walking is out the, And yeah. beautifully. He's different. walking out to the helicopter and meanwhile you got in, back in Air Force One, President Harrison Ford's cutting his bindings with the glass. And just like, I think just the inner cutting of those two scenes is really, really cool. I why did that. he
5: stop cutting the bindings? When? There's like 10 minutes of Gary Oldman just like monologuing, negotiating on the phone, and he's yeah. not doing it. And they specifically show him like starting to cut again. I, I didn't understand why he did that. And also, the movie
1: wasn't long enough Gary like, Oldman and
5: him, like, they get pretty intimate.
1: They do. They're, they're like, he's him
5: around. He's spitting on him. He's like, <laughs> You bad like, boy. <laughs> yeah, they're both sweaty. Do what I say. It was like, it was, I was into it. That's why yeah. I got an R rating. Yeah, oh, for sure.
6: Um, so he makes the call. Radix on his way out of prison. The president frees himself and gets the drop on them. And uh, Guilfoyle, what's, what's the character? <laughs> the actor's last name is Guilfoyle. The guy who jumps in front of him. To, oh to right right bullet. yeah yeah I just wrote down Gilfoyle cuz Yeah it, that was yes, a cool I, scene. It's a yeah yeah it's a great it's a great scene from him.
1: Right. And that's the first time in the movie somebody takes a, a, a right. death basically yeah, jumped, like decides to die for the president.
6: jumping in front of the president to take a bullet is like it's very especially, nostalgic or yeah. iconic. Right right. Have but you, you ever done that in, before?
1: In Paul? that situation where it's like Not we're probably yet. all going to die mm-hmm. like why I don't know it's just like why bother protecting the president in that situation? I can see it at like a speech or somewhere where it's like, we're probably all gonna get away, but there's somebody shooting at the president, I'll take a bullet for him.
0: Would have been yeah. fun if he dove too early and missed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no.
1: Or just like, yeah, completely miss the bullet and he hits his head <laughs> on like the you hear, like, a <laughs> snap <laughs> as his neck breaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shits himself.
5: Yeah. Is this and then he goes to like plug up the wound and just like concaves his chest. Like, going to, like... Is his <laughs> jump in I'm front insane. of
6: the bullet as impressive as the Jeff Daniels shot through the spider in the basement Ooh. of arachnophobia i would no. say it's more impressive
5: you think it's more impressive i so i was watching stuber the other day <laughs> which aaron didn't want to watch but i watched it i thought it was great um and there's this one scene where he uh kumail Nanjani's like have you ever like like dave bautista plays a cop and he's like have you ever jumped at, like in front of a bullet and he's like, no, do you know how fucking fast bullets go? You can't jump in front of one. Like, that's not it. So like in this movie, I was thinking about that where it's like, there's not enough time for him to aim, pull the trigger and be like, I got you. So like, it's impressive if he actually did pull it off and he like just reacted immediately. Then Jeff Daniels shooting well, a nail gun you into, don't, into a spider. Yeah.
6: You don't jump in front of a moving bullet. You jump in front of the guy who's getting ready right. to shoot the moving
1: bullet. You don't go where the bullet is. You go where the bullet's going. Still, oh. You're, you're thinking of the time
0: as a piece of paper. hold <laughs> that paper under. Put a
1: pencil right, right, through, right it. through
6: it. That's, That's how you about. curve bullets. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> as a shooter like who's pointing yeah. at a target, the ease in which you can just delay your trigger to wait for the guy
5: to fall. Yeah. Like the guy jumps and you can just be like, oh. But if you delayed your trigger, that's when you hit the guy because the guy is five steps behind. Delay it even further. <laughs> <laughs> don't delay it at all and you get your guy. But also, just,
1: but also, how insane is that? Because he's bound, right? Like his hands are behind his back when he yeah. jumps in front of the he bullet. He stands up. For I the think president. He's sitting, yeah. isn't yeah. he? Right. Like
5: that's a lot of time but right it's there. like you can
1: take a bullet for somebody where like maybe you're jumping sideways and it's like oh man maybe it'll get me in the shoulder but he's just like no you're getting me in the heart yeah. <laughs> like I the got, just yeah like just right like the middle area there's no way i can want. protect myself so like i'm full vulnerable it right made now him, it this.
6: made him feel better for like the decades of like you know a little bit of weight gain here and there <laughs> mm. so that he could become like a bigger target
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah try and not hit this <laughs>
6: Finally, we get a showdown in the hangar again because that's a great spot. So let's go back there. Right.
1: Oldman's got the president's wife Oldman's got the yeah. first
6: lady and he's got the parachutes it's sort of his escape plan now that radic's been released the strap around Gary Oldman's neck and then the pulling the chute so that he's pulled backwards to break the neck yeah so that you can awesome. see him die before he flies off yeah. So is cool way better than the die hard falling and the presidential music like comes in strong that's something we haven't mentioned yet but is all over the movie Great. yeah, yeah. Great every music. time
5: it happened I hated myself because I got like goosebumps yeah yeah. and it was just like you piece of shit. Like when he's like sneaking out in the hangar and the music plays, I'm just like, ooh, that is
1: cool. Hey, that, that's what I'm saying. Like if you watch this as a, even though it's an R-rated movie, if you watch this as a kid, you're just so gung ho. But it feels gimmicky. The president
6: gets the call back to the Russian authorities to re-imprison Radek, and they just shoot him. Yeah, well, it's well, funny because as he's
3: s- trying to escape.
6: Well, it's, at first he's being walked out. Right. And in the middle of the yard when he's probably 100 feet from the final exit and his Soviet forces are there to pick him up, um, the call switches that now he is a prisoner again. Right. And yeah. so now he turns from being someone who's walked out to someone who's an escapee and so he's you can running. shoot an escapee he doesn't even have a chance to like understand what's going on before he's under No fire. not
1: even close and it's so weird like that's just a strange scene to me because they are like I guess looking for an excuse to kill him the pol- I'm sure they could have had him like discovered him committing suicide mm-hmm. in his prison cell you know that what
0: I mean That doesn't
5: happen. No uh, Well <laughs> the
6: political fallout to this is like gonna be hard for them to wrestle with like how do they explain it any other way than they set up for him to get killed,
5: but they—I sh- mean—there's a really great story that's going to be on the news for months, <laughs> like <Yeah>. about this <laughs> the president like <laughs> getting hijacked and stuff. True, yeah, but true. like like the way that he was Very released plausible. and shot
6: seems there's, shady at best. Literally, it right. seems
5: a, like a
0: cruel game of murder. No, totally. Exactly, And it is, and that's yeah. politics. Yeah, the perception on how <laughs> that. Tell him he's free and then shoot
3: him I mean, on the way out. He's not a yeah. nice guy. You guys are acting like this is like an innocent guy that they just shoot. It's still like, a. No, with it's just somebody that. To yeah. No, just just yeah, he is. Any, free, any go prisoner. I mean, in my eyes, this is like an Osama bin Laden guy, and they have him in prison, and some hijackers try to get him removed. (laughs) uh and then he's like about to be released and everyone is pissed about it but they're letting it do it because the president of the united states is a hostage and they find out wait he's not a hostage re-imprisoned him and they yell in russian so we don't know but we assume they yell hey there were subtitles come back and uh and he's like no screw this i'm making a run for it and so they shoot him it seems pretty by the book you know i mean that seems so
5: afterwards it's like they show the USA like celebrating and then they show Russia celebrating.
1: Like it's the like, whole yeah. Russia war room is like,
5: yeah, we got him. And it's like, you murdered that guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like
1: why even have him in prison in the first place? <laughs> yeah. If you are just like right. the yeah. ultimate yeah. outcome you're looking for is like, yeah. he needs it's, to die. They can
5: explain it politically. So now it's okay. Well, maybe it's he so was, weird.
3: maybe yeah. he was waiting to be murdered. Like they, they were going to have a trial and then like kill him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's a trial. This is, this yet. is just
1: an execution. This is,
5: <laughs> this is a, like prison I escape. Stand like, Like, yeah, like, I don't know, yard murder. Right, this
1: is one of those where it's like the guards walk him out to the front door and then they go, he's escaping, and then they just (laughs) shoot him 35 times. He's got
0: a gun, and they drop a gun.
1: (laughs)
5: It's like when you get shivved in prison, but the guards are doing it, so they have to make it look cleaner. Right, (laughs) right. Oh, he fell on the knife. (laughs) So
6: the uh, president... Is has to assume the pilot position on the plane now to land this thing. Assume well, the pilot position. And he uh, <laughs> he can do anything, <laughs> so he should be the guy to, to fly the plane because yeah, he's flown before, right? Yeah, you know, he right. flew
5: helicopters is what they said. So, like the and goal the man, is to he can do the chair thing. And he's like, and I've flown like small planes, but this is Air no Force jets. One. No jets. He's never flown yeah. jets. And they basically walk him through over the phone. Yeah, they're, they're going to, okay, the pull the red lever, but then turn left turn and turn so, this one to 270. Yeah. Like, if if they you watch airplanes. If you ever
0: watched airplane, it. you'd find this funny. But you haven't. I haven't, no. And don't call me,
3: Shirley. <laughs> yeah, well. Wait, I thought there was damage to the plane. <laughs> Not the plane. yet, almost.
6: Okay. Well, the, the idea is that he's going to land the plane now, right? But a dogfight ensues, and
1: because of the <laughs> migs,
6: yeah. So they get some uh, airplanes fighting, and we get our second jump in front of the bullet. Yeah, but in but on plane, the scale of a plane. Yeah, yeah
1: I loved that. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. That
5: again tugged at my heartstrings. I'm like, why? It's and
1: the, I'm sure it's there was out, presidential yeah. music playing. Yeah, yeah. And it's straight out of uh, Independence Day. Yeah. Hello, boys. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> So they're
5: able to get. He rid said of, he was like, "Where's Randy Quaid?"
6: <laughs> <laughs> they're able to get rid of all the bad guys, but they've shot some engines. Now they cannot land, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Well, we could just like tie a rope to another plane." So they're losing there. gas. They have the tether set up. People are being pulled off. The president insists to go last because. He's awesome. Yeah, so he
3: his wife going, yeah. his daughter going. Really cool shot too, because
1: the the camera follows them like as they're going from one plane to the other. Yeah, like the camera's in front of them, making it's like that a transition. A flying steady cam. Exactly. It was like a
0: drone shot before drone shots. This whole movie, they kept driving home the fact that he puts his family first. And at yes. that point of the movie. He feeling, literally puts his We family get it. First. Yeah. We get his family. Okay. You don't need to do we don't it need again. another one of these. <laughs> right. No, not before
1: my family. Like, yeah. Okay,
3: we understand. <laughs> well, but also, also him.
1: He's wounded. Yeah. yeah
3: it should have been him before his wounded staff. Like, it's it's Look, okay. My my wife, my daughter, me, and then you guys come, but no offense. Like, you You only learn important. when
5: you serve time, Joel. You wouldn't that's understand. True. That's true.
6: <laughs> so we're finally left with the president, William H. Macy.
1: Our it's... Xander, our Xander dude, the, the, the turncoat
5: yeah. guard, Xander Berkeley. Um, mm-hmm. In Mick Sullivan, there should be the bad guy's name is Xander Berkeley. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> but it's not uh, Xander uh, Berkeley. No. <laughs> no, Xander
1: pulls
6: enough. the gun on William H
1: Macy. Mm-hmm. William H Macy has the great line. He goes, "It was you," and that's his perfect moment to like monologue, but he just shoots him and doesn't say anything. <laughs> yep, love it.
6: The president See is it. able to finally kick him one last time, so that he can hold the straight in the dick as yeah, the plane goes scene. down, and it's really really good CGI. I yeah. really
0: thought William H. Macy was going to take that bullet and then fight him off. And instead, he just kind of leans on him. And then gets shot and again. Get shot again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, In true yeah. William H. Macy style. It looked like, he looked yeah. like he was fired up and going to tackle him or try to do something, but he doesn't. He, <laughs> he just, just, on just him. falls <laughs> gently forward <laughs> yeah. and gets shot
6: again. It would have been cool if he had a showdown with him where they were fighting, and it was like, go,
5: go, go, leave right. me behind. Something
6: like that.
1: No, I the was president expecting. has to have the last fight. Yeah, yeah. he has the last
6: kick. Yep. And he's flying off the end. But what sucks is he can't hold on and he falls and dies. And then yeah.
5: I was kind of disappointed when he reused the line and he's like, get off my plane. <laughs> off, but... No, the That's president very doesn't. Very uneventful die. <laughs> at that point. Yeah. The president
0: is saved. Does he have dementia? America wins. <laughs> Communism he's loses. Got the best brain. We've, Hell yeah. We've put a. And America never dealt with anything bad ever again. That's right. And then they Not after bin. 1997. <laughs> and If you're a fan of this podcast, you're probably a big fan of Gary Oldman. And that's why we've partnered with Russian Gary Oldman, the brand new streaming app which allows you to rush through Gary Oldman movies at your own convenience. Search through their robust database of all 420 Gary Oldman movies. Find one you want to watch and then select your speed. Watch True Romance in half the time at two times speed. Quickly move through Darkest Hour in well under an hour at four times speed. Turn the fifth element into the 69th element at 69 times speed. Or put tiptoes on Amber Alert at 311 times speed. It's all the Oldman classics at new man speeds with Russian Gary Oldman, available nowhere. Let's jump into categories, why don't we start with the best scene I saw. Kyle, what was the best scene you saw?
5: Um, the best scene I saw was the parachuting scene. We talked about it maybe earlier, maybe not. I don't remember. But basically, <laughs> the hostages they get sucked out of the plane. I love watching them die.
1: <laughs> I we don't know they died. No, there's a no. few
5: that die for sure. No, well, we yeah. don't, know, don't We don't see, see their bodies die. on the ground. Right. It's assumed that they fell from fifteen thousand feet onto hard pavement. <laughs> I stand corrected. But could have been into water. But that's entertaining. <laughs> and then, like we were watching it, and like the biggest laugh of the movie, because there's none, is watching the CGI of them just like floating to safety, smiles on their faces, yeah. just oh, like, God. oh, we're we're free. And it's just like a green screen, yeah, shit, yep. it's yep. terrible. Um, and then later in the movie. We get Gary Oldman doing the same thing, but it's his corpse. And he's not <laughs> technically dead, but it's presumed he's dead. Oh, he's dead. And he's floating, and it's just great. It would so, have been cool
0: yeah. if his eye opened at the end, and it was, ooh, spin-off. <laughs> but then there's people. still 30 yeah. minutes of
1: yeah. the movie left. Yeah. So
5: anytime they showed people floating in the you know parachutes, like yes. jumping off of the plane, that was the best part for yeah. me.
0: Yeah. That was my favorite scene also, the best scene I saw. Um, wow. They're so happy. <laughs> yeah um and we mentioned titanic so the people in the lifeboats in titanic this is a much more terrifying thing to go through absolutely having to just jump out of a plane above the clouds you're at a
1: in much like enemy
0: territory in enemy you know? territory you're in a much danger uh, super dangerous elevation yeah. uh you're gonna freeze to, to death you before, can't probably. breathe you've never parachuted you don't know how to yeah, land they give
5: them like a four second rundown of like pull this one then this one go go the go
0: one, the one also if your is,
1: chute doesn't open
0: uh, i don't know <laughs> The one woman especially is smiling,
5: just yeah. so, wow! Yeah. like. Yeah, Yay. And she it's, like, it's yeah.
1: incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just gonna go ahead, like, that was the best scene I saw too. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally wow. wrote that down. And just the whole stretch. It's a liquor store
5: scene all over yeah. Yes, no, just the whole stretch yeah. of,
1: of the president coming in, rescuing the passengers. They come up with the whole uh, scheme of like, oh, we have to get the facts out. And it's the fax machine woman who, like, has this idea. And the fax machine woman is the one that you see when she right. jumps out of the plane. She's just like, yeah. I'm so happy to be here. This is yeah. great. <laughs> like, it's it's the stupidest, like, silliest yeah. image of the it's,
0: whole uh, movie. playing the fun music because they're getting away and the bad guys are mad. Right. And the guy's trying yeah. to get out
1: and he can't. And it's, that's not she a, just, Yeah, but it's like, still terrifying. Right, no, but just <laughs> that, that close up of that woman, right. like, it just reminds it, it me it of, like, plays. a baby playing in a right. jumper. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, like, <laughs> there's no in memoriam music for all of the eight people that splattered <laughs> yeah. the right, around no, it's just like that's what's so, I got away yeah.
1: no that's what's so great is like you have that like everyone's smiling and so excited two seconds later people <laughs> yeah. are thrown out and like yeah. falling to their deaths there's devs. like 10 or 12 that don't yeah. get shoots yeah. the and juxtaposition <laughs> between the two then, is just hilarious and then
5: you get the culmination which is Gary Oldman where it's like He's dead but he's also <laughs> ecstatic to be in the parachute floating away. I wouldn't yeah. really want the parachute. Yeah.
0: I would have liked to see someone dive out of the plane, and catch one of the parachuters, oh, like no. in Point Break. Point break yeah. hmm. That would have so. been great. I feel like the odd man out here. I feel <laughs> the, like the old man, odd. man out? Whoa! The, the, the the, the old like Gary Oldman out. was out of the plane after his
1: neck was snapped? That's when Whoa. he died. He wasn't out of the blue. Okay, oh. That's the
2: movie.
6: I love the landing, not landing scene. It picks up so fast when the terrorists take over the plane and him shooting the pilots to me is so brutal and him just screaming at them. The intensity in the cockpit scene yeah. is crazy and everyone on the ground reacting to like, this is Air Force One, maybe crashing into all of this stuff at the airport and then going up again right over the building. The intensity in that scene like drew, drew me in. It was yeah. like, wait, is this movie ending? How are they landing the plane? Like, this can't yeah. be what's going I was, yeah. I've said this before, but I wasn't on the edge of my seat, mm. but I was on the middle of my seat. Yeah, you were and, hovering
5: just over it. Yeah. And
6: that was the closest I got to the edge of my seat during
2: the movie.
0: Cool scene. Let's move on to How'd He Do That?
2: How do you do what you do to me? I am feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me, but I haven't a clue.
0: Joel, how do he do that?
3: Um, so I have two. First one is when uh, President uh, Harrison Ford is on the satellite phone with the people back in Washington. The phone cuts out for low battery. He doesn't hear them say finally which wires to cross. He gets very lucky yeah. of uh, picking the right wires because that, that could have been the movie. Boom. He that literally could have blown out. up could've, the plane. It could yeah. we'll have been more of a short film at that point. Um, and then my other... 90 uh, minutes of credits
5: and names. <laughs> my and other music. howdy.
3: Do that is after one of the guards goes missing. The first one that Harrison Ford takes off, they know that like there's someone loose on the plane, but they just kind of like let him be for a while. Right. Like sh- they have control of the plane. They have the hostages. This is the only little hitch. Shouldn't they just go send a couple guys with guns to go like take him down? How and did then, they be so dumb? How did they dumb be then? Right. You know. Yeah. Right. It's just no, like, I totally get
6: it. Yeah. Like if I was gonna be dumb. It wouldn't be that way.
1: No, I'd be dumb being other ways. How did the fax machine
6: work? Yeah. They explain that there's two separate communication systems and, like, that one's on the old one and it's not affected by what they shut down. But to me, it's lazy. It's just like, oh, but we also have a fax machine that works somehow.
5: Also, she explains, yeah. He wrote, like, a really neat letter that he signed, like, yeah. prof- it's like yeah. mine to, whom, been to whom scratch. it may like, concern. Just let's get this shit out of here, man. Like, yeah. And it's, like, perfect penmanship. Like, he took his time. Yeah, yeah. They
1: don't call him president handwriting for nothing. <laughs> They're yeah, like, well, we already got the
6: phone turned off. How good. do we give them some form of communication to get this message relayed? Oh, there's the fax machine that works.
1: Yeah, it's because it's on a separate line, and it's 1997. I just when people still have facts. I think mm-hmm. it's lazy
6: to be like it's a separate line that war, like they shut off the
0: communications, right? So yeah, the second line wouldn't have.
6: Why some don't magical... they shut off
0: both lines?
1: My how do you do that?
0: Is a how would they do that? How'd they let me? They... How'd they let him out of prison? Get we don't negotiate there. with terrorists. That's, That's right. That's just an American policy.
1: But it's not a Russian policy, so they go all Whoa. right. I still we had, had a problem
5: con- with it as a proud American. I don't. Ag- I agree with what you're saying. I don't agree with it, what they did in the movie, but right. I think you what shouldn't. happened is Harrison Ford, when his daughter and wife are like threatened to be killed, he makes the executive decision. Glenn Close says, "Let's honor that." It's better for the wife and daughter
0: to die than of for this guy to be released. That's Secretary what the other Defense.
5: secondhand guy says. Yeah. He's, he's right. He's
0: absolutely right. Yeah, I agree. yeah he said he's making I this agree. decision
5: as a father and not as
2: the
0: president. We, we exactly overrule. Do right. not
5: negotiate with terrorists. Never. How did Harrison Ford not fall out of the plane? Yeah. There's three scenes. About yeah. <laughs> no, he had the he held onto the net.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Her but
5: like, there's Annette, also the scene where like he's back there, hold on to the memory of her and wanting to be <laughs> he back. He held in
0: on there. to. He held on to Annette.
5: <laughs> Who's Annette? Yeah. The wife. I get it. No, but he comes back to that scene with Gary Oldman, and they're just like having a duel at the edge of the plane, and then at the end. The, like, inside guy who's like, I'm taking your spot. Gibbs. Like, he's also just standing by an open door on a plane mm-hmm. where, like I said, they get sucked out in other movies. Right. In this point, whole movie, that's his third time just dancing on the edge of at, a plane. Yeah. Yeah. At
1: that point at the end of the movie, though, they're, like, now 800 feet above the ground. Yeah. A little and bit if less. If it wasn't
2: for
5: Annette holding
1: onto his hand. Quit being an apologist, Brandon. <laughs> I am an uh, altitude apologist. Speaking <laughs> of the...
0: the the airplane being open when the daughter is getting tethered out, and he's like, yeah, close, her I- "Close your eyes." Yeah, they're going 500 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, she needs goggles on. Her eyes being closed, it's how not gonna do. How insane if I they just, just more because she was scared?
1: How, how it's, insane yeah. would it be if they just spent like some of the CGI budget on her eyeballs getting sucked <laughs> <out? Yeah. laughs>
5: Or just like shitty goggles CGI on instead Steve, of just putting put some them Steve, on Steve her. Buscemi glasses? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough
0: about the science to know exactly what should have happened to her but i know that that should, just shouldn't good. have been okay yes. <laughs> no no <laughs> some ramifications there's just
5: the science behind the whole open door on right. an airplane A lot to, didn't work for me Not <laughs> to be explained <laughs> yeah.
0: There. yeah let's move on to
4: that had, that had to hurt, hurt. ow
2: hurt so good. come on baby make it hurt so good
6: pollard that had to hurt when the national security advisor gets shot He's the first yeah. one that's like, after the 30 minutes, he steps up to the plate and he says, look, you're not going to get what you want by negotiating with the vice president. At this point, we think the president is gone. I'm the guy. Yeah, talks to who's, me. I'm going to make this happen for you. I'm going to save everybody's life. Like we explained, he mustered up the courage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just gets shot it. immediately. Yeah. That was the most pivotal moment of his life, or would have been of his life, to save all of these people in this event. And... Uh, I'm thinking more about the emotional or the tragedy in terms of hurt that his character had to experience with like, well, that didn't work.
1: Right. Whilst he was dead, he had to experience that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: My dad had to hurt. um, What's the bad guy's name in prison?
1: General Raddick. Yeah.
0: It had to hurt when he got shot. (laughs) Yeah. He I, got his uh, uniform on. Uh, he, I'm uh, assuming yeah. he got a shower or something like that. He looks very nice he and presentable. He sees his nice right there. all his friends. Nice see all his friends waving. Hey, man, good yeah. to see you. I, Let's yeah. go, brother.
1: I had the exact same thing just to be like, oh, man, I'm getting out of prison. And yeah. then it's just like, nope, you're being punked. <laughs> we're going to shoot you. he does you.
0: the movie tropes of he does the slow walk to the chopper or the plane. Right. Plant. He's like, I'm free. Where is I if can you were, take my time. If you were in another country and being held
1: prisoner or whatever. And you they're like run. on a whim where you're out,
0: we're releasing you. You just
1: run. You're like, I'm getting out of here. They have yeah. the announcer guy that's on the phone too. Like one of his buddies or yeah. something that's on the phone. He's like, okay, he's walking. Right. He's walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, he got shot. Yeah. Like,
5: But in between there, like they do the like back to him and then they show him again. Oh, there's like 500 feet before the gate now. <laughs> like you've moved the goalpost. My that had to hurt was William H. Macy. This dude is right as rain and gets booted from the zip line for a guy that was shot in the gut. Definitely going to die on the way to the hospital. (laughs) Like, he then has to sacrifice himself and be like, oh, I'm going down with it too. And it's like, you could have put him on it and, like, that guy's going to live for sure. Now this guy can go down. Yeah, triage. He was so goddamn close to getting Mm -hmm. free and had to instead sacrifice himself for a dude that just got shot that had to hurt. That had to
3: hurt. Yeah. My that had to hurt is these extremists went through all this trouble of killing the journalists and they had all this planned out and then they managed to, what they think is, get the president in the escape pod and get him off the plane and then the, like guy comes and tells gary oldman the president's gone that just had to hurt finding out your whole plan you did everything perfect it's all going right and then right at the last minute boom it's all for nothing uh
0: let's move on to who organizes the reunion
2: it's so nice to come together
5: Kyle, who organizes the reunion? I think Josh definitely organizes a reunion. Who the reunion. Josh? Josh, his dog just won the oh, big right. game. It's, the dog. it's like, what else can this dog do? Can he play football? Can he, he might be soccer? able to play football, water polo, perhaps? Depending <laughs> on how much money we can get together. I know, to right? Uh, I think it's Xander Bogarts, the bad guy who <laughs> is on the inside. <laughs> on the Red Sox. Yeah. Xander yeah. Berkeley. <laughs> I don't think Xander so, it's Berkley. Berkley. <laughs> so. So he's he yeah, Bogarts. Xander Bogarts is of the dogs. baseball player. It's Humphrey Xander. Xander Berkeley does he is never shown dead we never see him die no, no, but he you hear kicked, you hear
1: him complain like a little bitch. The plane he's, goes down. So he's he's a white walker now. Yeah,
5: no, he's he's a castaway, <laughs> and <laughs> he's plotting his takeover on uh-huh. the desert island. Ooh. Halfway through the movie, he gets rescued. Well, son. Yeah, you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. I, I'll stop there. There's you guys FedEx it. packages. It's <laughs> basically Josh Wilson. slash Xander Berkeley <laughs> slash everybody. I don't know what I'm listening interesting to Interesting
0: hypothetical: Would this movie have been more interesting with Tom Hanks as Harrison Ford? No.
3: Ooh. Do you guys know what A-lister was first choice for this movie, but he turned it down because of a movie called Tom conflict. Cruise. Ryan Kali Gosling. Kalkin. Denzel
0: Washington. Brandon, who organizes the reunion?
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with Russia organizes the reunion when they tried to get all the Soviet states back together, mm-hmm. which is what's going on right now.
0: Hey, 5GFA fans. Are you constantly scrambling to find a fax machine? Do you rush over to Kinko's only to find all the fax machines occupied? Well, that's why we're excited to tell you about Just The facts. At Just The facts, it's nothing but wall-to-wall fax machines. No printers, no copiers, no scanners, and no all-in-one printer, copy, and scanners. It's Just The facts, And these fax machines even work in outer space. Well, technically not outer space, but definitely on board an airplane, even if all other lines of communication are disconnected. So grab your facts that you need to fax and head to just the facts to fax all the facts that you need to fax. Let's move on to the Clutch Award. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Pollard, who wins your Clutch Award? The
6: guy who reads the manual (laughs) to the president to dump the fuel. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, that is a very, very complicated manual. And he's looking for a task for this guy to do in the most clutch moment that no one has to ever do. Like, it's for sure on the 1176th page, and it's, like, line Subsection item. A. Yeah, like, that is something yeah. that's hard to find. My
5: left or your left?
6: Yeah, it is. Stage left, I don't know. It is a very complicated task to tell over the phone to a guy who's going against terrorists, and he comes through very calm. Yeah. He gives him every step right as he needs it, like, directs him very well. Right. Of course, the phone conversation gets cut off, but... That guy is where he needs to be, when he needs to be, yeah. and he is clutch.
1: It, there's no like, okay, take the thing and then do the thing to the thing. Yeah, and he's then like, you're good. okay,
6: I flipped the switch. Like, what else? Like, oh, uh, hold on a second. Like,
5: let me find it. Yeah, like, it's also uh, not like, I'm at dinner with my wife. I'm available. Like, yeah. He could have just been busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they don't have multiple guys that do that, I feel like. He's the one guy. On yeah. a
0: similar note, I'm going to go with the fax lady. Yeah. One for getting the facts out because that was huge, and parachute scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
5: That she scene was a real downer without face. her yeah. smiling she and floating forget by. What peril they were in the whole yeah. time. She comes
6: out with a book after the event that's called The Facts About Life. <laughs> oh. And it's just, it's her take on we're the like, whole no, no, series no, no. of events. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> If I had a nickel for every time I was play one game of Pac (laughs) Man, so I'm gonna start mine with a little uh, preface here and say Harrison Ford has no personality, no humor. (laughs) All he cares about is doing the right thing with his foreign policy and Michigan football, and making sure his family's okay. So my clutch award is the football game. It's on in the background in like five different rooms. And it's the only thing anyone close to this guy feels like they can relate to him yeah. with. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck, president's coming. I don't know what to talk to him about. He likes football. Let's talk about the game. Hey, did you see the game tonight? Like, don't you know. talk
0: to me about the game. Yeah, I right? hear like, the uh, Albacore really budding There's this. also... <laughs> yeah,
5: he's a piece of shit otherwise and super boring. <laughs> But everyone knows we can talk uh, about football with him. (laughs) I heard you were
0: in Vietnam. That's supposed to be nice.
6: (laughs) There's another really clutch moment for the football game. And maybe I was reading into this too much. But you know how they call the nuclear launch briefcase the football? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the president's. That's Mm -hmm. like the nickname for it. There's a scene where he looks at the game when he's sort of on his own and trying to communicate with people. And he's in his office and he sees the screen. And, like, it occurs to him, like, where is the football? So the football game is a reminder for him for a
3: national security reason. But they took care of that right away. They got got rid of it. Oh, yeah, they handled it. They handled that very well.
1: I was going to go with Fax Machine Lady as well, but I'll go with another of one of our favorites that we've talked about, which is uh, White House Switchboard Lady and decide she's just following protocol she's at good. first she's like i'm mm, not going to put you through she traces the call realizes it's a phone that's coming from air force 1 and puts him through right away to yeah. the speaker phone i mean it's yeah, yeah that, totally <laughs> that is <laughs> definitely who organizes the reunion <laughs>
6: switchboard lady sounds like a great spin off too yeah.
3: my clutch award goes to the constitutional scholar guy um <laughs> philip baker hall i hate that dude yeah. they're, so they're having Bookman. the Played disagreement. by john cleese they're having the disagreement of who's in charge and the uh secretary of defense says you know my understanding is you know under a military situation when the president is not around that i am the one uh you know in right, charge right. and he's like well yes of course and he's like okay well then it's settled and then the guy goes well no not at all and he's like well what do you mean he's like well uh in this case uh We have been in touch with the president and we see that he is simply incapacitated, uh, simply as if he had had a heart attack. And so in that case, then it falls back to the vice president. And so he keeps things under wraps. And I think the whole situation is much better with Glenn Close because I think she does a good job of kind of stalling, getting more time, negotiating with the Russian uh, head prime minister guy and kind of making sure everything's going as smoothly as it can. I feel like the other guy would have maybe would have escalated things. He seemed to be He would have nuked them, quick, them for sure. Quick trigger guy. He would have blew yeah. up the plane. <laughs> yeah. for sure. And then
6: he would have been like now I'm president,
0: yeah, right? Yeah, 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 Let's move on to
5: quotes. Kyle, what do you got for quotes? You'll bring back the old Soviet empire under a flag of genocide. radic With a nuclear arsenal? <laughs> I liked the inflection. I like the <laughs> uh, emotion and the attitude. I felt like it was needed. Yeah. And, uh, that was our secretary movie, of defense guy. Outside of the get off my plane. There wasn't shit for no, me. No, I got so... a couple for you. Well, well It kind of sounded like when you just said it right now, it
6: sounded very much like a video game. <laughs> yeah. Like I was a, like a Medal of Honor. <laughs> you were yeah. trying to skip through it. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get through yeah. the... Like, press X, press X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where do I get to the part where I shoot people? Yeah, exactly. Stop Let's talking. skip this.
5: And that's the whole movie. There's no good quotes, in my opinion. You keep bumping into the Kyle one. as he's saying it, and he's
0: like,
5: whoa! You'll bring back
1: the old Soviet <laughs> yeah, <it's>
5: like, <laughs> shut up you no know, I wanted to yeah. this and you
0: start
6: over
5: you say, hit
1: the button God, that said to like re- yeah. repeat the message no it's like it's like a golden eye, N64, right?
6: yeah i can't beat the level until he finishes <laughs> <to> talking <laughs> i'll get this one out quick when harrison ford first gets on the plane and he says to the pilot change oh. of plans we're going to barbados that was good
1: actually. where he's all sloshed. <laughs> i love it because it's just like this guy is fun so i'm going to do my gary oldman russian accent this right now this is great i'm excited
5: yeah, so, well, okay so it's not a
1: quote yeah but i know i think it's a great quote because this is where this is where first gary oldman is talking to the vice president and just explaining what he's doing giving them the demands and he's talking about how like the vice president is getting sweaty and he hey, just says gary. how's your blouse and it's like the most count dracula kind of like <laughs> delivery he played dracula it's true he was still getting over it yeah, yeah really? it's still stuck in him he has the other line that's really great where he goes i hear air force one can refuel in midair where we need fuel And we need it now.
3: Wow! I
6: I felt like I was in the movie. I thought Gary Oldman walked. I was reaching for my phone to call an oil tanker. I know you're not
0: Gary Oldman because you don't have a sweet goatee like he does. No,
2: it's it's
1: coming. It's coming.
6: Gary Oldman, Russian Gary Oldman, explaining Radix philosophies and like political structure. That's heavy.
1: Okay, so you see, like (laughs) the means of production are very good. And you have the haves and the have-nots. I have good literature for you. For each according to his ability. Yada, yada, we yada. Haven't, we haven't. George Costanza. <laughs> now do not Russian Gary
0: Oldman, but okay. rushing Gary Oldman. Rushing Gary Coldman. the first four amendments.
1: So Amendment okay. number one. Amendment <laughs> number two. Amendment <laughs> number three.
3: Amendment number four. Uh, well, my quote, not in a Russian accent. Um, is the turncoat secret agent guy, or special agent guy, at the end when they're um, about to get off the plane and he finally pulls the gun on him. Harrison Ford says, I trusted you. And he says, so will the next president. That was a good
2: one.
0: Let's move on to... What takes
3: me out of the
1: movie? What takes
0: me out of the flick? Brando. What takes you out of the movie?
1: The fact that Harrison Ford is just like chilling in the hangar of an airplane uh, with winds going like hundreds of miles mm-hmm. an hour, and he's just like hanging guys, on. He
6: had a net.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot he had a, the the memory of a net. No, <laughs> hanging uh, guys, on to
3: Annette benning isn't in this movie. No, she was. Annette. She got
0: cut out of it. Uh, Ouch. It was originally a 4-hour movie and they cut all the bending scenes. Um,
3: but I, ju- I just think it's ridiculous. Um what took me out of the movie is we didn't really get any information on why Radic was like so important and such like a bad guy like I just wanted just one little conversation. Maybe, like, I'm so glad we finally got Raddick. He's been such yeah. a bad guy. He's he been in charge for 20 years and has been leading. They say in the
5: opening speech, know? it's like Raddick killed 200,000 people. Or yeah. right. right. Like he yeah. killed his way. own like people they made or something. It very clear. But in the context of the movie, you don't know who that is yet.
0: Yeah. What takes me out of the movie is a lady's the vice president. <laughs> oh, it's
1: a movie. It's not real life. I get life, it, Aaron. but
0: like a lady can't be vice president. It's in the Constitution. It took me way out of the movie. As much as I like Glenn Close, it takes me out of the movie. I yeah. understand where you're coming from. I think you're being a little harsh about it. I, I think, think
6: that you could be open to a difference. I mean, this is a fictional. I film.
0: W- name one lady vice president. There has yet to be. Let's move on to McMulligans.
1: Hey. Now to uh, McMulligan. <laughs> My McMulligan would be get rid of the whole constitutional crisis subplot where it's like who's in charge here? Is the president incapacitated or is he under duress? Let's bring in Philip Baker Hall for two minutes and figure this out. That whole subplot does nothing for me. (laughs) It was it
0: it wasn't explained much. No, it was kind of explained, but also just this weird storyline that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it,
1: it kind of pays off, but there's no real like why is that so important? My McMulligan is just make
5: it funnier. Make it like have. Have a little bit of levity it's just a slog the whole time pollard mcmulligan <laughs> i have two number one
6: is Elia baskin needs more lines bless you they give gary i almost said gary <laughs> coleman they give, they give Gary Oldman so much of the dialogue. Like, give that what guy some lines. Yeah, he's
3: in charge, bro.
6: Throw, yeah, but throw Elia a few lines. I think he's great. I want more of him every time I see him. Also, where is Keith David in this movie? Why is it? Whoa. Nowhere to be seen. Why is he not in this movie?
1: He could yeah. have been the guy that goes, You two have been using this trophy as an excuse to have a secret soldier smooched seminar.
6: Keith David <laughs> in this movie is the guy who figures out the double cross before anyone else does I
1: knew it was you yeah yeah that yeah. sounds great Sending
6: let's move on
0: to
1: spinoff origin or sequel Brandon we never see William H Macy die spin-off <laughs> <laughs> my guess is that William H Macy landed somewhere in the middle of the ocean with two gunshot wounds in him. Uh, after falling thousands of feet, but still alive. The salt water disinfects the wound. Exactly. So it cleans it. Um, but we have a survival story spin off. With William H. Macy.
6: I'm pretty sure it's like The Perfect Storm was a sequel to this, right? Yeah, kind of.
1: So basically, he's in the middle of the ocean, the Caspian Sea probably, Mm -hmm. um, and he has to fend off sharks that are attracted to his cleaned wounds, but Mm -hmm. that are still bleeding from getting shot twice.
5: Scott Conn comes up and says, I can snort that probably. Possibly.
1: But I'm thinking more of like a, it's more of like a comedy where like the shark comes up and like gets his arm, and so his arm's gone, he's like, all right, well, at least I got one arm left, and then his other arm goes... And then he's just like a couple legs paddling away, and then one of them goes away Comedic shark deaths. Yeah, it's just a slow dismembering uh, William H. Macy (laughs) spin-off story.
3: My SOS is an origin story of how Harrison Ford becomes president. I want to see his first Iowa caucus, his stump speeches, his policy positions, his primary, (laughs) then his general election strategy. Who did he defeat? Was it a guy who was really out there or was he down to earth? My SOS,
0: I would love to see how Glenn Close became vice president. We've never had a female (laughs) vice president. What an amazing story. I would love to see how she became the first female
5: vice president. I think that's an inspirational story. Um, I'd like to see how this dog learned how
1: to shoot (laughs) hoops.
5: Like, where is there a school where dogs are just draining buckets? That's insane.
1: Is there a role for Glenn Close in this? It might be.
5: But seriously, uh, mine is a sequel slash remake. But I'd like to see this remade as a propaganda film. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, the current administration just remake this movie shot for shot (laughs) with Trump as Harrison Ford. Perfect. Because I feel like it wouldn't be that far off from where he actually sees himself. The dialogue would have to be rewritten. The whole opening speech where he changed himself from accepting the credit, credit. He would obviously be like, it was me. It was always me. I did everything. I'm amazing. Uh, we get the scene where the daughter is like sitting on his lap, and then he like, kisses her on the cheek. <laughs> That's Ivanka, just right. as, like a thirty-five-year-old woman. Yeah. yeah, it's just I just like the Duh. whole movie. I just want to see it with him. I
1: love it, and yeah. I just love the idea of like Trump. Hanging on to the net and just flying out of the <laughs> yeah. hangar. The the him
5: with a gun yeah. shooting people like the hair would just be great be oh, for sure. The whole time I was watching it, I was just imagining him in like every situation. It's beautiful, it was cracking me up. He so. tries
6: to scale the stairs and falls, <laughs> right? Right, like really fast. But they wouldn't put that in the movie, yeah.
2: Now, here's something we hope you'll really like.
5: Now, we're going to turn our attentions to ex local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's main minute. Hey, Michael, you're on with the five guys flicking around, crew. How you doing, buddy?
4: Yeah, just like a complete fucking vacant void. I mean, that's redundant, but just like, yeah, vacant
3: in terms of any creative thought or just purpose or, you know, vapid, um, uh, hollow...
5: Yeah, we're happy to have you on again, man. Um, you called me. I picked up the phone. Um, All right, well, we're getting off script here, okay? Listen, man, I've never seen a Rambo movie. I've seen It's Always funny
0: man. I know the plot, the plot premise. Um, are they in the same universe? Maybe, maybe not.
5: So let's get into it a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I don't really know much about British porn. I feel
1: like I would really like British porn, but for whatever reason, it's harder to find on the Internet. Um, let's do another a joke. I have
0: one that was on Friday
1: that was good. Um,
0: I, I just remembered it. Okay, it's a
1: knock-knock. It's a you ready? Knock-knock. Who's there? Howard. Howard who? Howard you doing? Howard you doing? It's good, man. I think it's fun
5: to say Howard. All right, we got we yeah, we're uh, out of time this week, Mike.
0: Uh, let's move on to genre swap.
5: Sending out a genre swap.
0: All right, I'll tell you what you do. Pull the old switcheroo! <laughs> Pollard, genre swap. I want to see a
6: Harrison Ford narrated documentary. About the making of Air Force One. About this (laughs) terrorist event on Air Force One. It's called... The hijacking of Air Force One. What really happened? Whoa. It's got a little bit of a conspiracy feel to it. Have you guys seen those on Netflix? Yeah. Like I the have. alien yeah. movies. And Let's like a do it. I'm in. So they have like five images that they have from the event that are shown over and over. <laughs> Super grainy. Yeah. And they just go to the same images a lot. And they zoom in on one side of it. And then the next time it's up, they zoom in on the other side. Um, there's some animations that they come up with for the plane reaching 15,000 feet. What happened with the oil tanker? And it's just Harrison Ford's grungy, beautiful The guy from Ancient
0: Aliens is in it. Yeah, The hair guy? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, perfect. George (laughs) Tukalukas. Yeah, so I want to see a documentary. I love that. I'd be super into that. Joel, John
3: Um, I want to see this with a sci-fi feel kind of similar to Gardens of the Galaxy so i I want to sorry guardians of the galaxy (laughs) um so basically it would be like uh all all the same sort of plot it's just a lot of the different characters are like aliens like you know one of them's like a little animal like that talks you know like from guardians of the galaxy a group yeah and they all have different powers so it just throws a wrench into some of the plans like one of the hostages like can't really stay tied up because they can go through walls or something, and then what like, I can't read. Uh-huh. <laughs> Harrison Ford, uh, like maybe has some sort of special power like x ray vision or something, so yeah. he can oh, like see that. where everyone's no, hiding, check it out a, like Gary Oldman's package, be able to fly. It could so, be like a
5: League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, got a little X men y vibe,
0: Brandon. Genre swap
1: this one's for Aaron. Thank you. Uh, I'm thinking of Kevin James yes. fat, fat guy comedy yes. uh, similar to Paul Blart. So Kevin James is an overweight president who in every scene is reminded by others about his weight or is talking to others about their weight. Uh, Air Force One is hijacked, and Kevin James is trying desperately to get into the escape pod, uh, but he realizes he can't fit in because he's too fat. So, <laughs> against his wishes, he has to stay on the plane. And there's a lot of scenes where he just like falls on the hijackers to incapacitate them. He's like yeah. really scared. Um, like he instead
3: just, like, of stumbles into them. he
5: wrists open. Right, he falls on a vase. And he can't. Like, I'm free. Yeah, exactly. No, he can't there's...
0: get sucked out. He gets stuck <laughs> on the yeah. sucked yes. up. Exactly.
1: There's a. Uh, you know he like he can't handle a gun, but he can like he has a lot of food in the in the uh, airplane, the Air Force One plane. Uh, so he just throws sandwiches at people. It's, yeah, it's there's really some
0: in depth knowledge about food that comes to be useful at some point. Where right, like one of, at yeah. yeah. right. one of the hijackers. this temperature in this meal. Right, one of the hijackers has
1: an allergy to certain right. like, ingredients, and he's like, "Oh, I got one yeah. of those in my pocket, like a meatball Loaded. or something." <laughs>
5: yeah. A
0: meatball. Yeah. Genre swap.
5: Uh, my genre swap is, uh, so at the beginning of the movie, when the terrorists are being escorted onto the plane, we've talked about it. The lady is like, it's bulletproof. It does this. It does that. Like, she's just giving them a tour of all of the like cool features of air force one. So I want to see it as a cribs episode where like, (laughs) Ah, (laughs) we're just being escorted. Like I was just very curious of like, what does this look like now? It's been 23 years. Like, I'm sure this plane is insane now. The fast-moving
0: edit as they move (laughs) through the rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I just
1: saw, boy!
0: Three bedrooms, two cars. (laughs) There's a jacuzzi. There's a jacuzzi for sure. for sure. A shark tank.
1: (laughs) I want to
5: know what Air Force One today looks
0: like. Yeah. My genre swap is a TV series where the plane crashes on a mysterious island. Ooh. There's polar bears. Ooh. On an island? There's this thing called the Dharma Initiative. You don't know Jack. Oh. There's a mysterious. Is hatch? That what's going on in there? What's going like on a hatch chili? No, not a hatch chili. No, like no, an underground hatch. A hatch. Uh,
3: are there other people on the there's island? There's other already? people
0: there on the island. I don't know what they're called, oh, but there are other people. Like there are just other. There are other people. Like, there's just um, others there. The show has a ton of momentum for the first few seasons, and then it kind of fades <laughs> away. But people oh. keep watching. Because they're like, this stupid show, I've invested so long in this. Mm -hmm. I need to see how it plays out. I know I'm going to be disappointed. Wow. Why didn't they mention the polar bear again? What the fuck? Mm. Yeah. I guess it was purgatory.
1: The end. It sounds like you have a (laughs) three-season series that you're going to stretch out to about seven seasons. We're going to stretch it out to about seven seasons.
5: Just hearing you talk about it, I'm frustrated. Let's
0: move on to Blu-ray price. How much would you pay for this movie the only way you could ever watch it again was to own the Blu-ray. Uh, Joel, how much would you pay for this Blu-ray price?
3: Um, I'd pay $15 for this. Uh, I think it was solid. I'd, I'd want to watch it again, but I'm not breaking the bank for it.
0: Pollard, blu ray
6: ninety-nine. dollars Nazi! Love this movie. It's my favorite president in all of presidents' movies. It sets the best president for any president
0: that there has ever been. sets the precedent In the presidents' uh. movies. All I'm right. gonna go a little bit lower than Pollard with four ninety nine. <laughs> My first Did time you say seeing 40, it forty four ninety nine or four ninety nine. Less than five dollars. Harrison so $4.99. four dollars. I so understand like a sleeve of
5: double stuffed Oreos might cost more, maybe. I don't or know, man. Meat. I haven't bought Oreos.
0: Yeah. I don't buy them as often as you do. They're like twelve bucks. They're I know, you know all about Oreo silly. prices. Oreos twelve dollars. You know the oh. best places to oh, get Oreos, okay. you know where to avoid for Oreos, which okay. has which
5: brand. Four ninety nine. Kyle. Blu-ray. Uh, I put 20 bucks, but only because, you know, (laughs) I don't know why, but I do like watching even though it's not great.
1: Uh, This is funny because I feel like I like this movie more than you, Kyle but I'm cheaper than you. So I'm going $14, <laughs> okay. not I 15. I expected a Pollard no, level. No, not 15. No, like you said, it's it's a really good movie. It's not a great movie. You don't feel like there's anything really at stake. You get the great scene of the fax machine woman smiling on her parachute. <laughs> it's a great goddamn scene. It is.
5: Uh,
0: let's close things out with, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle?
6: Absolutely. Really? This works as a McSullivan vehicle. If there was ever a vehicle that McSullivan would drive,
0: it would be Air Force One. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear
6: it. And I have him piloting this plane. (laughs) McSullivan plays a pilot. So when the terrorists get to him, he folds fast and pulls (laughs) the plane up, only to begin his covert plan of sleeping with as many hostages (laughs) as he can. He makes his way to the armory somehow and suits up and covers his face to pose as a terrorist in order to separate all the women hostages into another boardroom. He takes off the disguise, and they're all excited to feel free for a moment, but he just lights up a cigarette and propositions them for an
1: orgy. As Joel discussed, the Mommy. implication.
6: The terrorists catch up with him, but they're excited when Mid-orgy? they show up. which dis- <laughs> Yeah, which disarms them. When they join in on the orgy, Mac finally capitalizes on his skill. That's what we're calling it. (laughs) He finally capitalizes on his skill of Did finish... he
3: take
5: advantage of this woman? No, he
6: capitalized on it.
5: I'm capitalizing. I'm
2: capitalizing.
6: <laughs> he finally capitalizes on his skill of finishing fast. Oh. And is able to get to the guns and kill the terrorists in order to save the day. Everyone survives, and he maintains relationships with many of the women that he saves.
2: Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's great.
5: I'm going to capitalize again all over your ass. (laughs) They all move to New Orleans. He has
6: them each in different apartments. It's a compound. Two movies later, he's the bad guy. He's got long hair. At first, they're threatened, and it's weird, but then they kind of get into it. And then ultimately, he saves their life, proving his dominance, his ability, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. I love it.
5: It cool. just proves his like worth as a man. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Brandon, does this
0: movie work as a McSullivan vehicle?
1: This is kind of like in the the twilight of McSullivan's years, right? No. Nope. He All just right. dies one day. <laughs> okay. Um so McSullivan is on an AOL chat room looking for uh, Russian mail order bride. He it finds 1996. As <laughs> he it does. is. He finds Tanya, who in her profile states that she is really hot for general radic loyalists. So to impress her, McSullivan hooks up with Gary Oldman's crew, who are erratic loyalists who say that they're planning a stunt that's sure going to get some publicity. Right. Uh, McSullivan is all in because Tanya is busty. Mac does a bunch of cocaine prior to the mission, and when he finally comes to, he's on Air Force One, pointing an automatic weapon at the President of the United States. McSullivan, confused and kind of horny, decides is worth it and continues with Gary Oldman's plan. By the time the president and the rest of the passengers retake the plane, McSullivan, McSullivan takes out his badge and tells them he was working undercover the whole time. Um, as when Air in Fo-
5: doubt, you're undercover. Exactly. <laughs> right.
1: As Air Force One begins its journey home over Russian airspace, uh, McSullivan grabs a parachute and tells the president, I gotta see about a girl. Ooh, I like With that. With huge cans.
3: Ooh.
0: Nice. McSullivan has so many yes. police yeah. badges, key served, <laughs> in just different jurisdictions and you law know, enforcement agencies. Yeah. So Undercover.
1: <laughs> McSullivan jumps out of the plane to go see Tanya, who turns out to be a 53-year-old bodega owner named Boris. And this one's called McSullivan 9, Mac Gets Catfished.
5: Wow. Macfished. So as I watched Air Bud, I thought to myself, <laughs> does this work? And I said, I don't know. Yes, Max, a great basketball player, so is this dog. And then when you guys were like, we're doing Air Force One, I was like, oh, this definitely works as a McSullivan vehicle. So in this movie, Pops, in a case of mistaken identity, has been arrested for McSullivan's crimes of soliciting prostitution <laughs> while they are in Moscow. They're there because McSullivan is thinking of starting his own vodka distillery and wanted to do some market research. McSullivan decides to hijack the Russian president's plane and hold it hostage until Pops is released. The Russian government isn't really concerned with Pops, who only has to pay a 2,000 ruple fine and would have been let free anyway as it's a light offense in Russia. So anyway, they release Pops immediately, but the Russians are now set on killing McSullivan for terrorizing the president's plane. So the only way to get out is guns blazing. McSullivan has to shoot everyone on the plane. Yep. Murder them all. Yep. It ends with him banging a super busty (laughs) Russian chick while they skydive out of the plane over Morocco, Mm -hmm. which has a no extradition treaty with the U.S. It's called Sullivan in Morocco. Uh, Pops is free. Yes. I like it.
0: That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. We want to give a special thanks to all of our contributors and friends of the
5: show. Donors, if you will. There's been a lot of people that donated time, uh-huh. energy, money. Mike in Maine.
1: Yeah.
0: We got um, RK in Dubai. RK in Dubai.
5: Dubai. We got
1: Kevin Sorbo. Alex Kevin Sorbo. in San
3: Francisco. Brett Alex. Ratner.
5: has got Ratner.
0: Been a huge
3: contributor. Uh, Dan needs- in Portland. Dan in Portland,
0: the film critic. Right.
3: God, there's been so many
5: goddamn good Mm -hmm. people in our life. We're so blessed. Did we already mention Dan? We mentioned Dan. I think
1: we mentioned Um, everyone.
6: Yeah. I feel like five guys flicking around has become a whole world of flicking around. Absolutely. And so what we're trying to do here is not limited to us five. And so we really thank all of the contributors who have joined our podcast for one or two episodes. Yeah,
0: thankful to everyone in the 5GFA family and have a happy Thanksgiving. Look what I have created. I have made
2: fire! I have made fire!
5: I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not Keep no the more. talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car! Alright, boys, love. prepare to be dazzled. Break yeah,
1: yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing!
5: If you had girl, some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging
1: son of a bitch
4: Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license
1: Lick Lick her license We've got entirely too many troublemakers
4: here
1: I am an FBI agent You look like a blueberry
4: I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to
1: You know who I am?
4: You that silly-ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't ya?
1: I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead?
5: Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's
1: go. Yeah, we know how to podcast. It's just a hobby.
5: Are we doing Air Bud or Air Force One? If it's um, Air Force One, I don't care how you slice it up. The U.S. Uh, government is gonna have a fall guy. Minestrone soup? It wouldn't be that way. Kevin Bacon. Fine, sir. You sound like you need to clear
0: your throat or something. on! <coughs> <laughs> yep. Spike. The Spike. This guy's cool.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I love a lot of ticking things. Clocks are being one of them. Bitch. I hurt
1: the dog Fuck. from the beginning <laughs> of the <laughs> movie.
6: <laughs> Again? I'm having such a good time already. I didn't kill my wife. I <laughs> suck <of> it,
5: Bridger. I <laughs> suck <of> it, Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> I suck <of> it,
1: <laughs> 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 You fucking piece of shit.
2: Hey, what about Matt?